Blog Talk Radio. What is up, all you freaks out there? This is Ryan. Get my coffee ready. My decaf coffee. <laughs> I need coffee. Oh. I don't drink coffee, but I need coffee. I uh, I was like, man, I'm really cold right now. I don't really need coffee right now, but I need something to warm me up. And uh, today, I was like, I want to make chili today because it just seems like a chili kind of day. It, it, it's really a chilly kind of day. I um, I went back into the room and. Angie said, 
it must be raining. My my head's hurting. I'm like, I went outside. Sure enough, it's pouring down yeah. rain. Yeah. I tried this um last week. I had this um like CBD like maybe it was some kind of tea or something, some kind of drink mix on the show when I was when I had, when we had Austin on, and uh, I was he was so gross. But by the end of the show, I was like completely just talking. I want to say talking nonsense, but I I started like not really slurring my words, but messing up. I think I was yeah, actually yeah, starting. I watched. I was like Ryan was doing it. Yeah. Was <laughs> like, DVD might do you well. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The thing it 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 was it didn't really make me super tired. It just kind of made me out of it. So I was like, well, I'm not gonna do that again. So <laughs> that's why I'm drinking coffee now. Decaf coffee. <laughs> Pumpkin spice decaf coffee to uh, get into the mood. It is, it is pumpkin spice time. It is pumpkin spice season. It's been pumpkin spice season since uh, middle of August. August first. Some places. August first for some people. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. Hey, John. How you doing? Hey, John. I hope you, hope you guys had hey. a good investigation last night or dinner with the dinner did. with ghosts last that was dinner with the ghosts it last was, night right yeah yeah they did an investigation friday night john and tyler did and then we did men and it is just a good time that was just fun the whole night was just fun they're cool people they're great wonderful people um they take the dinner with the ghost not only the octagon mansion which is their pretty you know their resident place so octagon mansion is awesome but they also take it out on the road to other places. And it was, they put a really good thing together. It's amazing. Now I'm one, wondering if we should maybe try to get them to come out to the cabin for a dinner with the ghost. I mean, that's going to be tough to do because we don't have anything. To, they, they cook the stuff there. I mean, it's, it's a high school. Yeah. So, okay. So, yeah, we, that'd be hard to and do. They bring everything. They bring everything to cook. They bring all the food. They bring everything to cook everything. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. That's awesome. Yep. They bring the whole table. You'll see John posted pictures on the SPRI site um, of, like, the whole layout with everything. They bring everything. It's awesome. So what kind of food is this? Do they do they have? Is it for each, different for each uh, time, or is it basically at the same menu? I think it's pretty much the same menu. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a four-course meal, so you get soup, and then you get salad, and then you get steak and potatoes and a vegetable, and then dessert. Mm. I do just have the I do really just have the food, you know. Yeah. Be, yeah. That's, that's pretty, pretty awesome. So yeah. besides, they do some prep of investigation like through it. So they mm-hmm. have a table set for a ghost. So they have equipment going during the the, the session, um, and they're talking about different things, and then we did some investigating afterwards. So everybody hung in there, man. After it's a huge meal. Like I. I would have been done if I had ate all of that. <laughs> but they hung in there. We had a good time. Yeah, there are times when I, when I eat too much, and I'm just like, okay, I can't I can't do anymore. And especially sitting in the dark, trying to, trying to talk to spirits after eating all that. That's <laughs> that's rough. We made it. Everybody, we went we went late, too. Everybody was down, and we, I don't think I got home until a little after 3.30. So oh, man. Everybody stayed till about 2 or so in the morning. We had a great time. You guys got some good, some good stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's, we, you know, Hamilton is new for us, so we're still like 
investigating the history and seeing what we get. But we always get a you know something out there, and everybody has a good time and um, good. It's it's fun. Dinner with a ghost is fun. If you haven't experienced it, you can do it at the Octagon Mansion. They do come to different locations. It it was a really really fun experience. You know, I having met them at the Octagon mm-hmm. Mansion and not knowing what Dinner with I'd seen the setup there. I didn't really know what it was, but it was, you know, even if you're involved, I was in the back with, with, with Deb cooking and, and helping. I didn't do any cooking, but I was helping get everything ready. We just had a blast back there um, before we started investigating the stuff. It's fun. It's a good time. It's such a neat concept, you know, yeah. just to have the dinner and then set a place for the ghost to sit down. Yeah. Of course, if you have more than one ghost, will, will other ghosts be offended that there are no spots for them or they're all sitting in the same chair? Like on top of each other, get off me! You know, <laughs> it's my turn. Get and push them off the chair. Start, start a ghost, um, food fight. Yeah, you see like <laughs> random food flying off, flying everywhere. That would be cool. Get that on. Get that on video. Yep. Mm. Well, of course, I want the to. The cool thing was that they picked up some activity during the meal mm-hmm. that we were kind of able to replicate in other sessions that night. Like some things that came up then came up in other other investigations that night that so we were getting some replicated stuff. It was pretty, pretty cool. Um, That's Nadia, very cool. You know, it was not a haunted night that put on by um, John and Debbie Cushman from the Octagon Mansion. So it's called Dinner with a Ghost. And FBR, we hosted them out at um, Hamilton High School last night. Is there a lot of, like, residual, like, children talking and stuff, and, you know, because it's, it's a high school? Yeah, we get a lot of chatter. We get a lot of chatter, but we do get some pretty – interesting things come through and then it's right on the it's not far off the river so we know there was civil war activity there there's a um john can jump in if i've got this wrong but there's a tavern right up the street where several of our presidents met talking about the declaration of independence and it's like documented so there's a lot there's a lot of history there too not just the school but in the area very close by as well so much history around here yeah speaking of history You've got a little bit of history with our guests. <laughs> a little bit of a segue there. Ago, yeah. yeah. Um, and I think our guests will be coming out to the cabin here soon, if I'm not mistaken. Speaking of the cabin, we had uh, Sean came out on Friday night from uh, Sean Austin, came out Friday night and did some investigating out there. And uh, he said he had some pretty interesting stuff happen shadow figures, strange voices, caught. Then he uh, sent me a message today and said he thinks some of the uh, stuff he had Friday night followed follow him to his investigation on Saturday. Um, yeah. He didn't say where he went. But... On the show with Howie long enough tonight that I had with Howie to hear the knock at the door? No. Well, I mean, I, I got a message. There's some, some lady came out. Which is, uh, no, Howie was on the show. Mm-hmm. We hear knock, knock. I mean, it literally sounded like Hannah responded at the front door. And he got up and looked, and there was nobody there. Like, it was plain as day. Oh. He even said, hello, it's open. <laughs> oh, because I, I, got, I got a message on the cabin page, and she said she knocked on the door, and there was a bald guy with a, doing a podcast over there. Really? So, yeah. So oh, he I, said the, the lady was earlier. Okay. Okay, I got you. It was loud, though. Oh, wow. So, damn. So Hill City, are you listening right here? So you, now, you, now you got uh, something to look forward to when you come down to the cabin. 
And, uh, of course, I do want to wish everybody a very uh, national shuffle, people shuffleboard day. Um, I realize it's a big holiday for uh, for people, and um, I want to thank you for taking the time to come out here and, you know, stop playing shuffleboard for a second and listen to the show. Well, especially if your name is Bobby, because it's National Bobby Day, too. It is National Bobby Day, too. And National, it's National, it's National Times Up Day. Times Up? Yeah, so if, if you ever have the urge to say Times Up <laughs> for no reason, or just love to say the words Time time and Up together, this is your this is your day to shine. So, tonight we've got Hill City Paranormal coming on the show with us. Super excited to have them on. I'm going to go ahead and bring them on to the show here. Welcome. Hey. hey. What's up? Long time no see, Rhonda. I know, I know. It's been a while. I do want to let you know it's also National Apple Dumpling Day. Yeah, I can get I can get down with that. Yeah, I could be part of the Apple Dumpling Gang. I figured it would pair well with your pumpkin. That'd be awesome. I could eat some eat an apple dumpling while playing the shuffleboard. And have some yeah. say, times up to me. Perfect. Yeah, exactly. And and to throw one more at you, you can do this all during National Professional House Cleaners Day. So while while somebody's cleaning your house, this can all go down. It, it's a whole lot going on today. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, so, it's a busy Sunday, man. Yes. <laughs> I want to know who invented this stuff. Like, who's in charge of this? They'll make. They have a day for pretty much anything. I mean, if you had a day for, you know, National Pick Your Nose Day, there would be there's some there is a, somewhere there's probably a day for that. Yeah, I'm sure, and, and you know, you're definitely I am the queen of Google, so I'm gonna find this out. <laughs> I mean, there very well could be. I mean, it seems like it's a national day for everything. There is April 23rd is international, not just national, international nose day. Wow, Ninety-one percent of respondents report picking their nose on this day. I'm gonna do it. I'm walking in the sheets with my finger on my nose. <laughs> I, I am not going it. to partake in this. Uh, <laughs> Everybody picks their nose. Anyway, we're not. Be a, <laughs> I don't care who you are. People just don't admit it. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is one of the things that just that just happens. You know, it's not like I don't know where the stigma you came from, but it, it's uh, you know, everyone does it. No one, no one likes to talk about you it. You feel guilty when you get caught. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, Tyler Darnell said you just caught him. <laughs> well, I get them boogies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is what you're saying. I said, we talk about on the freaking awesome paranormal show. Tomorrow. Well, in the paranormal, you don't want to get caught on film if you catch something good sticking your nose. Yeah, are you going to do it? You know, <laughs> doing the dark, don't do it. Make sure there's no IR camera around. I'm sorry. What'd you say? No, I was gonna say. Speaking of that, you always get caught doing the dumbest stuff during a paranormal investigation on camera. Like, just I, I think I have made some of the stupidest faces in the back of the camera. It's just I'm caught right there, and it's hilarious. Yeah, you don't think about it. You know, no. you think you're on the dark, no one's gonna see me, but you forget about that IR camera pointing right at you. 
Yep. But just like I caught the guy when he got scared, he's trying to be cool in front of that girl. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I got real excited. <laughs> oh. That was <laughs> So how was your trip to the beach? I saw some of your pictures. Yeah, it was relaxing. We uh, There was a lot of two out of the three days that we were there, there was no swimming allowed because of Hurricane Lee. And the waves were huge. They were they were quite high. I think at one point they said they caught like ten uh, foot waves or something like that. So that was kind of eh. But I'm I'm a hoodie weather person, so I am all for walking on the beach in like a pair of shorts and a hoodie. So to me, the weather was perfect. So I don't do the beach. I, he is not a beach fan I, at all. I am there with you as far as the hoodie weather person. I was I was done with summer in June. Uh, so yeah, these last few weeks have been uh very rough around here. Lots of humidity and stuff. It's finally cooling down, which I'm very excited about because I'm ready to start yeah. for it to start feeling like fall. Absolutely. So yes. how how did you guys get into um the paranormal, like, what started your, like, journey when you growing up and stuff? Want to go first or want to go first? Um, I'll let Sean go first only because he actually had an experience as a child that brought him into the curiosity portion of it. Um, I came into this a little bit later, so go ahead. Um, make a long story short, my aunt was about 93, 94 when she passed away. And I was a kid, and I wasn't able to go to the funeral for whatever reason. All the adults went. I didn't go. But uh, and my family, back in those times, when somebody passed away, everybody got together after the funeral, and there were cards to be played. Um, and I came from a very old-school generation where uh, when you were a kid, you were um, – Seen, not heard, and you know, the adults were in one room playing cards in a particular house, and our family was built in like 1830. So it was a very old house, and it was in my family for generations, like probably since the late 1800s. So I was in this hallway, and I was playing with my toys. I, remember, I vividly remember I was holding Bebop and Rock that they put in the turtles. I was playing with them, and um, there was a light, there was a thunderstorm going on, and I remember. <laughs> Drinking involved probably, and I I looked up and saw my aunt standing there. The night of her funeral, this day she was buried, and it was like clear day. And um, and I look, I like, I remember we stared at each other. She had like this little smile on her face, and then she went away. And that's a story that stuck with me like for years. And I I didn't tell anybody because I was a little bit older. But um, I asked my grandmother about it probably. So this probably happened when I was about like six. Ish, and I probably didn't tell it to us about maybe 10 or 11, and then my grandmother would tell me stories about the different things she experienced in the house, and um, different family members' cousins would tell me stories about things that they had felt in the house and seen in the house, and uh, so I just kind of, you know, being a paranormal, anything paranormal is very taboo anyway, and, and but especially like where we're at mm-hmm. in, in Virginia. It's like the Bible Belt here, and and so you don't talk about it. And um, now I'm older, I don't care, you know. But it, 
as I got older, there's really nothing to do here unless you're a partier or I'm a musician. But if I'm not playing music, then, you know, that's what we did was we would take a flashlight and a cell phone before they had all this cool equipment you could get. And you'd go out to haunted locations and see what you could find. And that's when uh, Courtney and I, when we were, we first started being friends, that's what we would do. We would go out on a Friday night while all our friends were out partying and drunk. We would go find that bridge that had history of people committing suicide and Civil War uh, battlegrounds, fields and stuff like that. And we would see what we could find, old houses or buildings. And that's what really got us into it. That was about 13 years ago. That's, that's where it started. I mean, I've always been, like, one of those watching the ghost adventures, watching ghost hunters, cats, all those shows. Um, and I always used to say to myself, I want to be like that one day. So, you know, one of my friends introduced me to cell phone apps. <clears throat> we had talked about that wrong on our last um, podcast we did with you, how do you feel about cell phone apps. Well, when I first uh, downloaded my very first app, I did not know that it was solely a novelty. So I was excited. I was getting all this stuff going on. And then I started doing research, and I'm like, this is So I deleted that very quickly. And like Sean said, we literally would just go to cemeteries, like old, run-down, Civil War history cemeteries, and we would snap pictures. And, you know, uh, all the, the urban legends around here, like around here we've got Route 666. I know somebody said that we're... Uh, he's a neighbor of the Hill City, so I'm sure he's heard of Route 666. I forgot who said that in chat. Oh, Ronnie. So, um, you know, you, you go through the boatship on Route 666. There's three bridges. You stop the first bridge. You board the window down. You're getting your own second bridge. Push car neutral. Somebody's going to push your car across. Cross the third bridge, turn around, and they're going to be erratic, driving, old vehicle with in headlights following you and trying to run you off the So, you know, we we would do stuff like that late at night, and that's what really piqued our interest in actually becoming serious investors. So, you know, we don't have a crazy story. We didn't, you know, jump at a convention or that. Yeah, I've, you know, you've heard the stories about, you know, you go, to, you go to a certain cemetery, and if you put your car in neutral, you'll have the the car will go be pushed uphill, then you'll you'll look in the back and you'll see the the fingerprints. Baby powdered out. Yeah, exactly. We did have our car our truck pushed one time uh, uphill, and that's the day of the oh, I think I think I think it's a science thing though. It's yeah. Yeah, it's a 
mean, we literally – In neutral, uphill. And, and everything. I was like, this cannot be good. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Yeah, I, I want – like you said, I think there might be some kind of, I don't know, explanation for it in some in some cases. Maybe not maybe not uh every case that, that it happens, you know. I don't know like that the Danville case, I've never been there before, so I mean that's interesting that uh that, that happened. And there's a witch, it's even better. I think it's scientific because it happens every time. Like yeah. I did it like a hundred times when I was like a kid. I was like, Oh my gosh. Uh, let me do it let's do it again. Let's do it again. That witch is
there was a storm outside. I don't know, you know, a lot of people when it's storming outside, they, you'll get more activity. I now 100% agree with that. Because when the lightning was flashing, all of a sudden, everything There's a lot of energy in the air when it when it rains with the with the lightning and stuff and you know definitely adds to the. I think, uh, I think Old Creek Cemetery would have to be my favorite. Yeah, I think so. Old City Cemetery lets us investigate there a lot. Ronnie, Ronnie's part of Bedford Paranormal. I did not know. There, there is. I'm from Bedford. Oh, there you go. Ronnie, send, me, send me a message. Collaborate. Yes, I, I there's like a lot of there's so many groups right around us, and we don't even know about it, um, which is crazy. And also, we like to collaborate. By the way, but we'll, I guess we'll talk about that later in the show. So we do. We bring people together. Yeah, I love working with other people. That's how you learn. To be mm-hmm. honest with you. I'm not afraid to admit, you know, I've, I've been at it for 13 years, which some of the better to be like, that ain't nothing. But, you know, I've been at it for a long time, and everything I know I learned from somebody else yeah. or, or watching somebody or either doing everything wrong. I, you know, you go out, you screw up, don't learn anything, or nothing happens. Try it a different way, or sometimes you go back the way that you did wrong the first time. <laughs> or watching somebody who knew what they were doing do it better than you. So that's how I learned how to do everything I know. Yeah. Or you can watch that. Because you're right, you, you you learn from, you know, using other people's techniques, and then you kind of do what works best for you, but right. you're, always, you're always learning, you know? Try it. We did some of that. Like, we were listening to EVPs, and we thought we were understanding what we were saying, and there was a lady had the equipment with the big tube-looking thing that makes it amplified. I was like, well, I wonder if we could hear it better if we – Point that at the recorder as it's playing. Like, will it work? I don't know. Let's try it. So, always be open to trying new things. It is cool to be with lots of different other groups and see how they work. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, yeah. We have another local in here, Willie from Old Dominion Paranormal. Tell them, Donna, I said hello. We've got Hallie O'Dell in here from the Orion Effect and All Seeing Paranormal Society. John Sullivan from Fredericksburg Paranormal. We got a whole bunch of cool people in here. I know. This must be the cool people are hanging out on Sunday night. That's right. Hang on. And it's National Shuffleboard Day. So the fact that they're taking time to uh, eating apple dumplings and well, actually can be eating apple dumplings at the same time. But uh, you, you say you guys like to um, collab. Where, where, who uh, have you collabed with? On your investigation. So, we have gone, um, we've collaborated with Gettysburg Paranormal Association and After Dark Investigations. Those are probably my two faves. Um, Gettysburg is one of our, we are frequent flyers up there. I absolutely love that town. Every time I go, I find something new to do. Um, we, you know, we work with somebody out of Georgia, too. Yeah. Oh, man. Truth and evidence, paranormal. But yeah, we did. We um, got with them, and we did the Savannah Historic Theater, which, uh, you know, everybody, everybody was, uh, there was a lot of people there. So, a lot was going on. I like to go back. So, 
I would like to go back and do that one again. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's nobody local though. That's the weird part. There's so many people around us, and I'm just learning about everybody around us. But you know, I would love to get with some of the people around us. Yeah, I would love to. Yeah, Bedford Paranormal, they're good people. Um, Ronnie's Ronnie's good. Definitely talk to him about doing something. And they 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 do. They uh, they're good people to investigate with. Um, of course, Fredericksburg. You ever want to go out there? Do stuff with Rhonda and John. They're they're good people. Of course, down here. You know, I'm part of Commonwealth Research and the Paranormal and All Seeing Paranormal Society in the Richmond area. So you know. Yeah, we're coming up in, in your area here shortly, actually. And we did talk to John and Rhonda about possible collaboration, but we're getting ready to do the cabin. Yeah. On the 360, I've got that one, and then I've got the Exchange Hotel coming up. Oh, I love the Exchange Hotel. I got some awesome EVPs from there. Yeah, I'm I'm super excited for that one. Um, We also got the Octagon Mansion, which I'm so upset that we missed. I heard you talking about it. And I know we, we touched on it. We will catch one. We will. Whether it's here or in, in Gettysburg. <laughs> I would not be surprised if Center with a Ghost comes back. So definitely catch that. And you'll get to talk with John. And if you're going to Octagon, you'll get a, a little bit of the experience there. It's, it's a cool place. It definitely seems to work out for him. That's for sure. So have you ever been, uh, like, Scared during investigation. What's like been the most intense investigation you've ever been on? Um, scared, no. And and I'm just gonna be completely honest. Um, I'm not an I say this every time. I'm not an adrenaline junkie, but during investigations, my adrenaline is up, and I am a very curious person. Um, I'm I'm known as the wanderer of the group. So if everybody's investigating, like over here, I will be waiting doing something else. And, mm-hmm. you know, if, if I hear a noise, I'm going to that noise. I want to know what what made that, what, you know, transpired over there to create that. Um, did an investigation in Gettysburg that um, there was some unexplained footsteps. Actually drove a couple people out of the room. But there was another couple that sat right on down with us, and I said, you know, if you're really quiet, so everybody was able to sit there and you know I was borderline I don't want to say instigating because I wasn't and I don't provoke in mm-hmm. any shape or form but I was trying to get the spirit to walk around again and it, it took a little while but before it started walking around but I mean I thought that was but after speaking to the people that were in the room they were petrified and I was just like this is so cool like you literally walking right by my leg. Like, the temperature changed on my ankle and everything, that he was literally right there. So, you know, and that was on a, in an old 1700 battlefield farmhouse. So, when they told us that there was an angry male spirit that they had communicated with that would say, get out, call women, voice words, and things like that, I wanted to know what room that was. So, scared, no. Now, my Halloween decorations got me last night. Yeah. Hmm. They got me last night. It got me, too. We have a six-and-a-half-foot animatronic, and it put it together in the garage. And I've 
walked out and walked back in and jumped about 10 feet in the air. Like, I didn't know it was there. So. Leather face from Texas Chainsaw Oh, okay. Yeah. I got you. When you walk in there, it looks like a person. Like, he's standing there with all the chainsaw. He'll get you. But I'll be being an investigator. I know there's times where, you know, you, you encounter all kind of stuff. And uh, I know there's times where you, you might get, you know, some, a weird feeling or things might not feel right, but scared. I, I think if you're scared to be of ghosts or spirits, it's the wrong thing to do for you. Um, I know there's some spooky places out there. Maybe I just hadn't encountered it yet. And I'm not trying to stay on my show in any way, shape, or form, but I just think if you're scared to scared of the unknown or the paranormal, it's not the thing to get into, in my opinion. Because I mean, if I if I'm in a dark room or or prison or an asylum, which is cool, because I, I I work in the mental health field. I've been in millions, or not millions, but a lot of different asylums. I've been in 200 year old places that were, you know, kids were literally tortured in as for work. You know, when they all, when the kids went to bed at night, I had my cell phone and my flashlight now, mm. you know, or the yeah. basement, or I've been in, you know, different facilities and stuff like that. And, you know, that was the cool part about working in a mental health field. I hope nobody I used to work with is, and <laughs> they probably are They're like, oh, I didn't know he did that. But um, I feel like if you're scared, though, I, maybe I just haven't met the right, been in the right place yet to be scared, but I just feel like wrong, wrong place for you. Oh, well, I, like Ronnie said, um, not really scared, but startled. I, there are a couple of times when I've yeah. been, when I, I actually in the basement of the brick rancher, I was downstairs by myself and, you know, the house, walking around and there was a, we had just investigated and we used a fog machine and we had a, like a laser grid going. So it was foggy and the laser going. So it was kind of disorienting. And I left a recorder in the basement. So I'd gone downstairs to get it. And I heard a, a ghost said, hi. Right, bit right in my ear, and that was one of those things where it's like I didn't run out the house, but I got out the house about as fast as I could because it startled me, you know. And it's like, yeah, and I'm like, do I really want to, do, I, do I really want to face what's here by myself, or maybe go out and uh, come back with reinforcements? So that's what I meant. Dear, felt just about the same, like being by yourself. Yeah, probably would have been the startling. Because we did Suicide Bridge in Gettysburg at like 3 a.m. <laughs> and <laughs> I uh, I startled myself is what happened. So the red pods in the middle of the bridge. No, you were scared. It's so okay. There were things moving in the brush, and I'm more scared of like wildlife mm-hmm. like coming sneaking up on me. You know, I'm outside, nobody's around, and uh, I had my red flashlight up. And I kept hearing something, and so I was, like, shining the flashlight to the end of the bridge. And um, damn if my flashlight just hit a pair of eyes. It lit up red because it was a red flashlight. So I'm sitting here, and my heart was going a mile a minute, and I'm going, Sean, Sean, you need to come. Sean, there's something over there. You know, in my mind, it was like a three-foot demon with red eyes that was coming to get me. And he said, you are fully aware that you can hit the button that the actual flashlight will come on, right? And I'm like, oh, yeah. So I hit it, and it was a cat. Mm. <laughs> so, 
you know, I, I have been startled, I will say that. But, you know, scared of the paranormal. Well, that's what I think, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, more, more just like you see something and it startles you. Or right. you hear something and it startles you. Stuff like stuff right. like that. Um, well, going back to the voice thing, if you were going down there to investigate and you heard it with your ear, you'd probably be like, oh, let me get that. Like, mm-hmm. where's that at? Let me find it. But going back to just get your recorder and get out of there and then all of a sudden you hear something, that, yeah, that, that would make anybody jump. I mean, you're not expecting it. And to be fair, yeah, I know that their house is active, so I'm already kind of on alert anyways, and I'm by myself, so I'm extra on alert. So, you know, I'm kind of jumpy as it is, and then you hear that, and it's like, oh, my God. So, you know. It's right here. Yeah. Yeah. I need my personal space, please. Come on now. Yeah, exactly. We have a bubble here. Get out of there to Think about what just happened. Yes, I need, I need, exactly, that's what it was. We have a, we have a Christmas tree set up in the, the main part of the cabin. I, at one time, I got me. I thought there was something standing there that kind of made me jump a little bit. So, when the guy got scared by a Christmas tree. So, okay, so I don't that no, no yeah. Tree, I got scared by a Christmas tree. Now, if you, you want to scare me, put a snake in front of me. You know, I, mm. I don't do snakes. That was funny. I don't, I don't do snakes either. If there's a snake, I'm out of there. Like, that's it. I was...
have all that money just <laughs> We got big spiders too. Spiders, I don't do. I told Rhonda this, and I'll say it again publicly. Anything that can jump, run, or crawl faster than me, I don't do. <laughs> I'd rather a full body apparition step in front of me and speak to me than see a snake at 100 yards away. I can't do them. I just I don't. I don't like the fake rubber snakes in stores. I don't, I don't like. I'll hide the fake rubber snake we have at the cabin. Just, say, just so you don't see it. I'm not going to hide it until it surprise you. I'm just going to get it out, out of your sight. So I don't want to sleep you out. It's usually hanging somewhere. It's not like on the ground. It's hanging somewhere. You've got to make it interesting for people, you know? See, my heart's already racing. You're out to, you're out to call and cancel the investigation because they have rubber snake at the cafe. Hey, guys, y'all got to do it without me. I'm suddenly sick of Sorry. Oh, <laughs> oh my God! Sorry. Oh, I uh, I can't go. I'm sorry. It'll be okay as long as we know this day. Oh, you're having a heart attack on your investigation. No. Oh man. So, uh, you guys have the Exchange Hotel coming up, coming up here. When you when you guys going out there? December second. Nice. Yeah, they're they're booked up, but we uh, went ahead and snatched up a December date. I worked out. Have you ever been there, Rhonda, to the Exchange Hotel? No, I have not been to the Exchange Hotel. One of our first, my first investigations with uh, Howie was at the Exchange Hotel. It was awesome. Uh, Paranormal says I was carpet cleaning back in the day. Guy told me his place was haunted. I opened the closet and there was live size cut of a cut out of a Broncos cheerleader behind the sliding door about died. Well I would yeah, I think I would probably oh, yeah. have to clean up the mess I left on his carpet if that if that happened to me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Imagine the snake was holding was holding a, a rubber snake. That would have been twice oh, as bad. I wouldn't make it. No. There'd be like a Scooby Doo size like you know those cartoons where you throw like a like a person-sized hole in the wall, you run out the house, that would be yeah. you. Like a Kool-Aid Yeah. <laughs> and you'd be saying, you'd be saying, oh, yeah, I'd be saying, oh, no. And she went out the door. Yeah. Run straight to the wall. Straight back to, straight, straight back to Virginia. Yep, gone. Uh, September 14th is Paranormal's birthday. Well, happy birthday early, Paranormal. Yeah. That's awesome. Born day. Maybe they'll catch your... They'll catch your they'll catch your ghost for your birthday. Get some good EVPs. Ah, thank you, John. John just reminded me. We were talking about dinner with a ghost. We will be in Gettysburg December fifth doing dinner with a ghost. December fifth. December fifth. At Gettysburg Academy, I believe. Academy. I think, but that'll be, I think it's December the fifth. That's a Tuesday. That's a Tuesday. Maybe it's not the fifth. Maybe it's the second. He's telling me it's not the second. It might be I the second. Like it probably is. It might be the second. I'd have to If check. it's the second, we'll be at the exchange hotel. <laughs> every, every, I will catch one. I promise you. I just <laughs> want to catch one. I apologize. It's the second. It's the second. It's the second. All right, Rhonda. I'm doing this right now. December 9th is our, is going to be our, our um, Christmas event at the cabin. Okay. So tell John, I'm taking any events on that day. Okay. 
weird to be at the cabin on the night. Yes. <laughs> yes. Do you guys come on? Yeah, we we uh, we doing a um, a toy drive. So we basically you you get to come in to get tickets or get access. You bring a, a unwrapped toy worth like twenty twenty five dollars, and then we go we donate the to toys for tots. Um, okay. So you guys want to come down? Yeah. And uh, join us. I just made that decision like a second ago. I found out the 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 dinner supposed to go to December second. I'm like, I think December ninth is going to be right. awesome. What Very cool. I think doors open. We'll, we'll open at six. We'll start investigating. Start the start op- the history lesson and all the orientation at seven o'clock. And are you guys going all night? We go all night. We go all night. You accept late people. We accept. We accept. You can, if you show up before one o'clock in the morning, you can. You will accept it. It's possible. It's possible. Uh, Sean had stated earlier he's also a musician. He has a show that night. So oh, okay. We leave Lynchburg at eleven. That'll put us there very late. If you drive. If I drive, we're gonna be there in like an hour and a half. <laughs> I drive slow. Uh, uh, hey, well, if, if you if you guys come out, you guys can stay the night at the cabin. We'll we'll I'll open it up for you guys. Yeah, you know, to worry about. You can just stay there. Yeah, I'll have to let you know. I'll send okay. you a message on that. One. It depends because a lot of the time, uh, Sean's just exhausted after a show. But I understand. Because I'm, uh, I'm all for worst case scenario, I I will find a way to get you guys the choice. Uh, well, Sean, with his on the music side of everything, we do a toy drive and we start ours in November. So uh, I'm definitely all for that. Oh, I really appreciate it. And if I can figure out a way, I'll send you guys a toy for uh, your soy drive. Soy drive. Yeah, your soy drive. All the soy you're going to do. Just train <laughs> the toy drive. Yeah, I, um, yeah, Ronnie Anderson says it could be, they're going to have an investigation at St. Albans on November 18th with Mountain Souls. So if you guys are interested in doing that, going to St. Albans Sanatorium, I mean, there'll be other investigations. I know. So, like I said, there'll be other investigations. But now, you, now that now that you know about you know these different teams, you can you can. You know, keep up with them, and uh, I would join uh, Virginia Paranormal Events is a great page yeah. on yeah, on Facebook. I believe. Yeah, make sure. I will. If not, I will. Join. We just stay so busy, like mm-hmm. between yeah. music and this. And... I think we need to add this. You, you, you and you mentioned this on the podcast that John and I were on with you. Um, tell us about your music. Like, we didn't really go into that. What what you got going on with that? Well, I play southern rock and country music. Um, but my, my country's a little bit different than what people expect it to be. It's, uh, my original music is more, if you were to take southern rock, uh, rock, country, blues, and put it in a pot, that's what you got with my original music. Um, at a live show, you'll hear anything from... Hank Williams, 
Leonard Skinner, uh, Bill Withers, uh, Scorpions, uh, I mean, we're, we're all over the place. You know, I, I, I'm not a one-track person. I, I, when it comes to music, I listen to everything. I, I listen to, um, it, you name it, I listen to it. I, I, I go from Bob Marley one minute to Carl Haggard's next song to Tupac one song mm-hmm. to I'm just all over the I don't have a genre of music I like. You can't put me in a box in general and I don't fit any type of stereotype. So it's I can get along with anybody and, and I think music is the reason why. I just don't I don't have a box. So it, it shows in my original music and it shows the music we play live. So like we're booked as a country band but we are if you come to a show, you'll hear a lot of, like, the outlaw country, like Hank Williams to Johnny Cash. But then next thing you know, we're playing um, Tom Petty and be like, where did that come from? And then, you know, for the younger crowd, you might hear a Luke Bryan song and we'll go to a, I don't know, a Nirvana song. You know, it's, we're just all over the place when it comes to our live shows. And again, I don't sit. I don't sit still for a big dude. I'm, I'm moving around constantly, and I'm, I don't stay on stage very often either. I'm, I'm usually sitting at somebody's table singing, or I'm in the crowd, or at the bar singing to the bartenders. But I'm just like that's where I'm so tired at the end of the night. I know mm-hmm. most bands they they got their lead singer, they stay on stage. Some of the, especially in the country ground, they stay on stage the entire time. Me, I'm all over the place. I'm not trying to brag or anything, but some people don't like that. Some people are like, why is he not on stage? And then there's times where none of my bands on stage with the drummer. All of us are wireless, so we'll, the whole band will be all over the bar playing. That's why we're so tired at the end of the night. <laughs> that's really cool, though. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you, Ronnie. I didn't know you've seen us play before. I appreciate it. Oh. And Ronnie, you're a Lynchburg musician. Well, Ronnie, where did you see us? Come jam with us sometime. You could start a side hustle, like, serenading. Yeah, that'd be dinner with the ghost. You can do, like, a concert with the ghost or something like that. Maybe do a little show beforehand at a, at, at a location. And then, I mean, that would be fun. I would actually like to try that at the cabin, maybe have a little, little show before and then see what kind of uh, activity we get after. Uh, well, that's a cool idea. Like, see what kind of. My boys can go Mm. On fire with the ghost. What? You're on fire with the ghost. We have a fire pit behind the behind the cabin. That's how that's how I literally got started. I mean, I played. I started off as an acoustic duo with one guy who mm-hmm. acts as my drummer now, and I did that to playing on stage with David Allen Coe and Aaron Lewis. That's, I'm not. I'm no stranger to pulling out an acoustic guitar and playing around a bonfire. Yeah, that would be really cool. That would be. That would be awesome. You can sit there, you can get something set up next year. Yeah. Do you have you ever um, broke out your guitar during investigation or thought about taking it someplace and maybe seeing what kind of activity you you get from that? Never thought about it. Um, That's never even crossed my mind. (laughs) I never thought about it. Mm hmm. I wonder if it would be like a good trigger somewhere like Bobby, what is it, Bobby Mackey's or something like that? Like yeah. 
think of like my guitar is like a it's a it's a replica of a '59 Gibson. So it's like a uh, it's an old guitar, like an old style guitar. Yeah, I could, I could yeah. definitely, you know, someone sees that, they'd be like, oh, wow, this is, takes me back. And, like, a lot of the music I, I play is old. Like, we, so we play in front of, I mean, we play everywhere, but there's some places where, actually, the video, the last video that's on my Facebook page is a, on our band page, by the way, is me. Uh, there was a woman there. I don't know how old she is. She's, you, you can tell she's a lot older than me, like. And um, I don't want to guess her age because rude, but you can tell she's been there. She her, she was at a graduating class of 1963. That gives you an age. Retired army. She's a retired army vet. And we talked because I was in the military myself. And um, but she danced the entire night. She danced more than anybody I know. And she was um, the last video of me dancing with her, and that actually got like to 100,000 views yesterday. Oh, wow. But when I told her, I was like, she was like, you play the thing for my generation? And I was like, absolutely. And so I was playing music from the 50s and 60s to her. Mm-hmm. And um, so I, that might be a trigger to pull out my guitar and go back to, like, the 50s. I even go to the 40s. Yeah. Uh,
you know, maybe you can go into Melissa's room, bring out your guitar, and play her song. That might she 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 would like that. That's a that's a huge statement. Mm-hmm. I'll have to pack the guitar. Yeah. But Ryan, at this point, he's I don't have room in the vehicle for paranormal gear and guitars. And that's why I was saying. So I have to pull the trailer. The paranormal trailer. Well, we're about out of time here, guys. Uh, Definitely would love to thank you for coming on and uh, talking with us tonight. Um, I appreciate uh, the invite, for sure. I want to give you a chance to talk about, like, what you guys have coming up, how people can get in touch with you or follow your adventures. So we are on Facebook. Um, I have two Facebook pages, actually. I've got Hill City Paranormal, and uh, we also have a podcast as well that we do um, that Rhonda was so graciously attending.
He's a YouTube commenter. Oh, we have someone watching on YouTube. Sweet. Thanks. Very cool. Howie, Chorus, Kristen, all all of the freaks that came out tonight. Um, <laughs> next, uh, I guess Tuesday night, I've got uh, Sin Schrader Hill coming on the show. She's a paranormal author and um, investigator. And I don't really remember where she's from, but she's from around, she's from somewhere, but looking forward to talking to her on Tuesday night. And uh, what do you got, what do you have coming up here? Uh, um, well, Howie hasn't even told me, he, he kind of teased it out. He's like, we'll talk about it the next day. So we did now who we're mm-hmm. having next Sunday night, but then next Friday, Saturday night, we have a paranormal lockdown at Belgrade Plantation. So that's our next event. And then you have an investigation. Oh, yeah, Sage Paracon the weekend after. Sage Paracon is <clears throat> the very next weekend on Saturday and Sunday, and I believe there still are a few tickets available. Yeah, I am having a hard time selling tickets to the investigation at the cabin. Um, really? Yeah. And it's, I don't know. Um, we've got Pamplin uh, Park the weekend before. So I'm thinking maybe that's probably the reason why. That they're, you know, they're like, oh, well, paying 60 bucks for Pamplin Park. There's a lot of overlapping. Like, I yeah. think it's at that point where there's, like, something every weekend and there's multiple things every weekend. So. you got to pick and choose. Especially in coming yeah. up with the holidays coming up, too. It's hard to uh, do everything you want to do. That's why I lower, yeah, I lower the ticket prices. So I'm like, well, you know, it's expensive. And I was trying to make it easier for people to come out. To investigate, but we'll see what happens. If not, it'll just be a small group of people. I got, you know, it is what it is. There's nothing wrong with that, too. Yeah. Sometimes for people, that's fun. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel bad because we got Holly coming out, too. So, we'll have to see what she what's going on with her, if she's, if uh, it still, still works out. If not, again, we'll just do something, you know. We'll have it's a, also uh, the time of year where people kind of buy their tickets right before, too, I think. Yeah, that's true. The week before. Ronnie says we're trying to get to the cabin, Manor House, and Pamplin Park. Manor House is very active. Jerry does that. And Pamplin Park, again, very active location. Lots of history. And, uh, you know, all, all the all the you know, money we raised goes straight back to the parks. And uh, it's tough these days because not many people are going out to these historical parks. So they're not, make, they're not making as much money as they uh, as they used to. Oh, what other play? We're on, we're on YouTube on, and Facebook, and you can follow Rhonda. She's um, on the Orion Effect on YouTube, or look. Rift Nation Network on yeah. YouTube and on Facebook. Her her show is on on Sunday nights at seven o'clock uh, p.m. Eastern time, and then my show usually is on uh, nine o'clock Tuesday nights. Eastern time, and sometimes eventually. Yeah, I don't know when I'll just drop by there because Ryan's got some cool one I want to talk to. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I asked Rhonda if she could help me out. Let me, let me crash your. And we also have we Rhonda and I and our friend Cr have a show every the first Sunday of every month. We do a show where we talk about different uh, music. We put together a uh, freaking awesome playlist, and the one we're doing on I guess it was the first. God, that's gonna be rough. Oh, that's gonna be. Yeah, that one won't work. I'm gonna still. Be that's Saturday. That's that. Oh, October fourth. Yeah, and I think I'm out at Sage Paracon to like eleven or twelve that night. 
This is me that this me that dog Saturday, October seventh, no, Sunday, October eighth. Okay. We'll do it. We'll we'll do it. That we'll we'll push it back a week. Okay. Gives more time to think about the songs we're going to use. Yeah, because that's the Halloween theme. It's the Halloween theme one, yeah. And I don't have anything going on the seventh, so I should be I good to go. Be that day, but okay. Be you'll be well. You'll be well rested by nine o'clock Sunday night, hopefully. And you don't have to really think too much to listen to music and comment on it. So you should be good to go. Yeah, I'll be good to go. Perfect. Well, yeah, Rift Race, Rift, Rift, Rift. I can't even talk. I'm not even drinking, like, the bad stuff. Rift Nation Network, yes. <laughs> yes, yes, that's correct. And I am the freaking awesome paranormal show. And you can look at me on, of course, you listen to me on YouTube right now. So there you go. All right. There you go. Exactly. That no effort. Um, thanks, guys. Again, appreciate it. I'm gonna. I'm done rambling. And uh, we'll be back here Tuesday night. Same freaking awesome time. Same freaking awesome channel. You guys have a good night. We'll talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered ChumbaCasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.